0: like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... Welcome to the Lindley Evans Music Studio at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover, and this week, please welcome with the music from the show Calamity Jane, it's Virginia Gay! <laughs> and our panel, Ben Jenkins, Tommy Dean and Susie Youssef! <laughs> and our audience this week from Warri Alda, Maitland, Therool, Balmain, Newton and Ultimo! Gee, Ultimo, they made a big effort, didn't they? Uh, But before all that, as usual, here is the news from nowhere. Have the people who design houses ever lived in one? There is, for instance, the matter of the built-in wardrobe with mirrored doors. Do you have this at your... It's become standard in the modern bedroom. It's usually built on the wall facing the foot of the bed. So every morning starts the same way. You wake up, blearily lift yourself onto your elbows to survey the day, at which point you are greeted by your own mirrored image, your head tucked forward, supported by quite a staggering number of chins. <laughs> Even a person who doesn't have a double chin will have ten of them once propped in this position. It's like waking up and finding that sometime during the night you've been transformed into Jabba the Hut. <coughs> You then arise from bed, limbs creaking, belly adrift, only to be treated to a penthouse, penthouse centrefold of yourself. <laughs> Assuming for a moment that Penthouse magazine was ever in the business of featuring a late 50s gentleman, <laughs> half asleep and wearing shorty pyjamas. <laughs> Perhaps these mirrors are sponsored by Weight Watchers, I can't say, but it certainly means every day begins with a feeling of, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll do whatever you say, Mira. I'll start the diet right now. I've just moved into a new rental house, not divorced renovations, uh, chosen after visiting 10 other places. I'm now in a position to report on the baffling features that now seem to be included in every second dwelling. The ubiquitous en suite is even more odd than the mirrored doors why do people want to complete their morning ablutions while separated from their partner by the thinnest of hollow core doors? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is this the real cause of the high divorce rate? You know? I thought he was the love of my life until I heard him doing a poo. <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids or the guests or Roger the Lodger are luxuriating in the spacious family bathroom, sensibly placed at the back of the house with two brick walls and a laundry to protect the innocent from whatever sounds they may care to make. The kitchen, uh, uh, alas, has also changed since I surveyed the rental market. Uh, lamin durable, cheap, covered with swirls in order to hide spills, Mm -hmm. is far too sensible for the modern house. Arise, the granite benchtop. A surface so hard, so lacking in give, that just walking close by with a wine glass will cause the stem to fall off. <laughs> now, the Riedel wine glass company, I notice, is now doing a roaring trade with stemless tumblers. Have you seen? They're very trendy. Uh, presumably aimed at people who own granite bench tops and wish to bow to the inevitable. Cupboards. Are featured in the kitchen, as always, but the hinges have changed. Have you noticed that? Instead of a standard hinge, each cupboard features an adjustable mechanism, a device of such complexity that no one has ever managed to adjust it, with the result <laughs> that all the doors sag as if they've endured a battle with gravity and come up short. Uh, the stovetop gas ignition doesn't work. Has anyone got a stovetop ga- no, they don't. Uh, and the extractor fan above the stove is so noisy it sounds like you're on the runway at Mascot and a Russian cargo plane is taking off. <laughs> then there's the living room. After spending so much on the granite bench tops and the ensuite, They could only afford one electricity outlet in the living room. So the corridors are... all the rental houses we visited, the corridors are crisscrossed with extension cords, all in an attempt to achieve sufficient power to watch television while also indulging in the cyberetic lifestyle of a DVD player, a light and a fan. All the same. We, We have done our best to make the new place our own, attempting to hang some photos and prints, using the stick-on hangers insisted upon by the real estate agent. Have you got a rental house, the real estate agent tells you the brand you are allowed to use. Now, these, these are great. Uh, you know, thanks for the recommendations. They're, they're terrific. Providing your art collection consists entirely of a series of single feathers, <laughs> each suspended on a thread of gossamer. Anything else is too heavy, causing the framed object to crash unpredictably to the ground at about 3 a.m., Still, what's the problem? The sound of breaking glass is a great chance to jump up, use the ensuite, noisily wake your partner. That way you'll both look entirely shocking when morning comes and you wake to the sight of yourselves in the mirrored doors of your built-in wardrobe. And that's the thing about the modern rental property. The day only gets better as it goes along. And that's the news from nowhere. Uh, Ben Jenkins, Tommy Dean... Susie Youssef, I hear. Welcome. Welcome. You Uh, you know what's sad is
1: uh, Mm -hmm. to hear that story. uh, But from my perspective, uh, we own uh, our house (laughs) and Mm -hmm. we renovated a few years Mm -hmm. back. And for reasons that still boggle me, uh, we put a lot of those features in. (laughs) (laughs) What's it with the en suite? Do
0: you get the en suite?
1: No, no, we we actually, the en suite has turned in, uh, we know the en suite in the bedroom has been because, and I believe the words were, you and your family, <laughs> uh, meaning it was a genetic disposition that we had to ruining rooms that we were nearby. Uh, we, we, it's a storage space. Mm. <laughs> the en suite is a no-go zone. Um, and, and unfortunately, it's also where the attic access is. The like, attic is available only through the en suite. I didn't design the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, MC Escher did. It's so not accessible that during the, uh, the uh, Sydney installation nightmare mm, of a few mm, years mm. ago, uh, I don't even know if we have installation. I know that some people came by and said we could have it for free thanks to the government, and they went into our ensuite suite, and then they came out. <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> I can't fit through the square. They said we're used to installing hazardous materials, but going somewhere where Tommy's done a poo, uh, we're not willing.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, but the granite, the granite benchtop is the one that is the most killer. We, yeah. we, we have one made out of like, pure white cement. It is. It is uh, the only thing that will survive. The house. The house will fall down, and the bench top <laughs> will still be there. And every one of our plates has chips in the edge.
0: But yeah. we've turned to set something down in service. Chip. oh, there it goes again. Chip. There it goes again. What's wrong with laminex? I have no idea. Bring it back. Let's check you up with uh, this week's news. Some of the news events of the week. Um, who wants to press gang? The press gang. Who wants to press gang? The press gang.
2: I got quite excited when I heard this question because <laughs> I thought you were talking about that fantastic show, Press Gang. But I think you're referring to something much less exciting. I mm-hmm. think you're referring to Donald Trump.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe. And yeah, the, the attacks on the press have got a whole lot more serious, haven't they?
2: Yeah, on the on the funny meter, on the funnyometer, I think Donald Trump is kind of starting to sort of go toward the the, the, the terrifying end of that particular <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he, he, called, um, he called the well, press... Well we were amused when he was uh, courting war
0: with China. Oh, that was hilarious.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, escalating to armed nuclear conflict. That's a, that's a regular <laughs> chuckle fest. But uh, this seems like it's a little bit far. Yeah, no, he, did, he called the press or select members, unkind members of the press, the enemies of the people, mm. uh, which is a frightening phrase. Uh, if, if Abbott, if Tony Abbott had wanted to say, maybe he would have called them the enemies of the people. Um, <laughs> although
3: that was his nickname, so. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it is. Far, although
2: I will say, we actually have. No, no, nowhere near the extent of that, but we, we did. Remember a while ago, we did have a, a PM say that it would be good if the ABC had a bit of affection for the home team, which yeah, is yeah, a hop, yeah. skip, and a jump from enemies of the people, I believe. So, <laughs> you know, it's quite a, quite a big hop and quite a large skip and a. A reasonably jump big jump, but it's a cliff still there. Yeah,
3: into towards <laughs> yeah. death. <Yes>. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> you know that was Donald Trump. Okay, so last used by Vladimir Lenin, I think, in, in sort of you know nineteen uh, seventeen or something. Oh, yeah, you no,
1: know, it is. Uh, I was thinking about it, and at first, my first reaction was, "It's a terrible thing." You know, obviously, mm-hmm. a free country needs a free press. Uh, and then I started to think, "Well, is the press?" The enemy of the people. And I would suggest, especially at the newspaper level, I am starting to think that I see his reasoning. Mm -hmm. Uh, First off, uh, easy ways to see where the paper is against you as a member of the citizenry is the fact that they still put Garfield cartoons on the comic page. (laughs) It's disgusting. (laughs) They hate you. Because they they haven't been funny since when? Ever. (laughs) They were never funny. And now they're coming back around. The minute they invented cryptic crosswords, that was a st- crosswords were enough to attack the people. But the cryptic crossword said, You're all stupid. No good. When
2: the But they
3: front said page it in a became, way they sorry. said it in a way that we couldn't understand. So most of us are just blindly yes. enjoying they that.
2: They said it and then and then ten years later we were like, Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm do this anagram here.
1: <laughs> and then the Sudoku snuck in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the Sudoku, the cryptic crossword of math. So <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, uh, and the you. news agent throws it in yeah. your pond. Uh, the fact that it was always in a uh, uh, it was presented to the newspaper until the tabloid uh, came along. Uh, combining a uh, sensible presentation with uh, uh, articles that were, you know, pointed out that we thought that you were even stupider. Uh, that was, I think, that it was what fell apart. Uh,
0: all and the you, bro- yeah, and you couldn't open them on the train without yeah, the punch- to punching to, punch someone, to, to someone in to the, the face. You're gonna yeah, you're going to punch
1: somebody. It made it hateful. It was almost <laughs> as if they were designed simply to go straight into the fish and chip shop <laughs> with the perfect size for wrapping fish. So, meaning there was no reason to care about what was written on it. Yeah. Uh, and now the tabloids themselves, uh, the very fact. That The entire back. uh, I I can't believe how many women are available for massages. (laughs) Like, seriously. Yeah, they're keen to help. I have never met one that wants to give you one, but there are so many I could call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a trap. Yeah. The enemies of the people, yeah, may be justified. Uh, Who wants to be... uh, Who wants uh, to take a rest on the idea of a day of rest?
3: I don't want to not rest. But I will That's your tackle family, Chris. this. Yeah, that is my family Chris. Yousef's. We don't want to not rest or do grammar. Um, but this is a, the Fair Work Commission who are making the biggest reforms in, I think, since the Great Depression. Um, I no, they really, the are. They really are. They really are. think they're cre- yeah, the, the Great Depression too. It's not as good as the first one, but it's like the characters are pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but they yeah, they're going to to change wages for um, mostly for part time and full time workers. Um, casual workers on Sunday won't be affected, but uh, which is good because my memory of working for um, every Manchester department in Sydney as a teenager um, that memory lives on. <laughs> um, that joyful Sunday of folding towels for too much money. Um, <laughs> But yeah, well, you it's... were you
0: were an expert on pillowcases, were you?
3: Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah, oh. yeah.
0: Did You're... you did you know your thread counts,
3: <laughs> Richard? I'm not an idiot. Okay, <laughs> an Egyptian thread count. I think I know what's going on. <laughs> um, but this is for uh, this is going to affect people. Some people will be um, affected, like up to six thousand dollars a year. Their their um their income will be t- dropped yep. taxed. Removed.
0: That, that, that's a, that's the ACTU's figure, yeah?
3: Yeah. So it's devastating for some people. And it does make me think, isn't there anyone who's making a bit more money who we could be taking uh, money away from? I mean, that's just me. who, who Richard owns...
0: Glover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at me. Uh, but look, I mean, some people say that uh, Sunday is not as different from... Uh, why should Sunday be different to Saturday, for instance, when most people don't go to church anymore?
3: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on fight
2: back. <laughs> I, I think there's a very big difference. I actually had a chat with this about my wife and I think that Sunday sure it's not it's people don't go to church anymore but it is a day of picnics. And I don't think anybody who's not an absolute degenerate can have a picnic on any day that's not a Sunday. I'm sure it's legal. It probably shouldn't be. But I think that Sunday should be reserved. It's the only day where you can roll out a rug and eat some cabanossi, And I think it's a shame that we don't think that's special anymore. Okay, what happens if you take something made of wicker sure. into a park on a Saturday? I think you should go to jail <laughs> for 10 years. But that's just me. I'm
1: just speaking my mind. <laughs> Tell me the, the, the cut down in penalty rates on a Sunday. Look, uh, it, it does feel... Um, here's my problem. My problem is uh, I'm a man of the people... And so the anger that seems to have been generated that I've read about Mm. uh, makes me feel for them. Mm. So I'm sure it's terrible. Uh, But you have to understand from a personal point of view, I have never had a salary job since I was 17. Uh, And in America, we don't have penalty rates. Uh, We have a tipping culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know even what it means. Uh, (laughs) I don't even know hardly what days (laughs) mean. In my world, there are days with gigs, days without gigs. Sport day. Yeah. Those are my days. I can't separate them. Uh, but I do think, uh, looking into it, if Sunday is the issue, and the problem is people are not going to church, but we also know that the church uh, as a whole, the churches, uh, benefit greatly from no taxes, uh, is there any way they could stump up <laughs> for penalty rates? Yeah, that, that seems fair. Yeah. Okay, the churches will pay. And I would just like to suggest if they don't think that's a good idea, they should pray about it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Which may attract some peop- more
1: people to church. Yeah, I don't, I don't no. know what day the Last Supper was served on, <laughs> but I would like to think that waiter
0: got time and time
1: and a half.
0: Dean <laughs> Jenkins, Tommy Dean and Susan Yusuf are here. Was there a waiter? <laughs> now, who wants, to, who wants us to be a bit less subjective when it comes to the subjunctive?
2: Uh, this is about reforming uh, English, uh, in English lessons in, in, in the HSC, isn't it? Or whatever yeah, you yeah. call it now. In high, high school, they want, to, they want to go back to... They want, they want to do more Shakespeare, and they want to do more grammar, yep. I believe. I think grammar gra- is back. Grammar is the big one. And look, as someone... Who was educated under the previous system? Me think this is an excellent idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that's that's a story, right? Because so
0: grammar was not taught. I mean, it wasn't taught to me, and I'm a lot older than you. It basically, got banned in about 1972. Banned. Yeah. Outlawed. There were a few teachers who did illegal. Parsing. Yeah. <laughs> Se- secret lunchtime. They were kind of brave outlaws yeah. in the suburbs who parsed. Yeah. <laughs> but they just
3: organised picnics and they disguised the whole situation with Cabanossi. Yeah. So exactly. no one knew they were teaching yeah. grammar. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah, so, so I didn't realise it had actually been. Who, who, by round of applause, who learnt grammar in high school? Round of applause. This, no. is, an, <laughs> this is an audio <laughs> medium.
0: <laughs> About, what was that, 20% of our audience had grammar, yeah. The, the,
2: the clapping there had perfect syntax, so that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It should have been brought back. I don't, I don't think it's necessary.
1: I think that the, you know, we're always trying to save as much money as we can, so now we have to hire specific experts in grammar, when clearly all we have to do is to uh, get people to put uh, comments into Facebook, Mm. <laughs> and there are already a series of grammar experts that will instantly correct you. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it is time that we embrace the grammar Nazi yeah. and let them goose-step all over our language. <laughs> Look, all the folks. available
0: Nazis currently
2: around, grammar is the most... Oh, they're, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're the best
0: Nazis. Yeah, the best Nazis. Do you want fewer Nazis or less Nazis? <laughs> Be careful how you answer. Uh, ben Jenkins, Tommy Dean and Susie Youssef are here. Uh, now, human-style doctors were brought in by a zoo in Cincinnati to help a baby hippo survive after vets found it difficult to insert the IV drip. Thanks to their efforts, Fiona the Nile hippo survived. Should vets and doctors really be different professions? Most mammals, <laughs> after all, are pretty much the same. And what would be the pros and cons of, of just having vets and docs just mucking in together. Susie.
3: I like that it began with human style doctors, which to me sounds like two monkeys standing on top of each other <laughs> with a large coat <laughs> to cover them. Um, uh, I, I, think, I think putting vets and, and doctors together is uh, a wonderful idea in many ways, but mostly not at all. And, um <laughs> Just, more mediscare than Medicare. Yeah? yeah, absolutely. And I think that the you know bedside manner more than anything is a uh, is um something that's you know doctors might need to look at these days. Um, and it's not going to get any better if we are taking away people that they can practice on, um, and just speaking to animals. That's my issue. No, but the vets
0: could have great bad bits. Oh, I'm sure the, the they vets do. Could, could ruffle your fur, for instance? You know. Say, sure. you, you, a
3: little scratch behind you. the ear you've got cancer you. scratch behind the <laughs> ear
1: yeah. and i'm not convinced <laughs> that some point. of those, the the diagnoses is, you know i mean the the, the cures for the wouldn't be would be better i think sometimes maybe we're too medicalized you, know, you go to a normal uh, go to your you know your local yeah. medical center and you go oh i got a cold and they like and they, you know they you know they maybe thump you with a hammer and then write a prescription for antibiotics. Oh, you're going
3: to the wrong doctor's tummy.
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure. I've been taking my kids to it. They don't seem to care much about what it is. It pretty much all you should just say is, antibiotics, okie-dokie, and you get your antibiotics, mm-hmm. and off you go. But I think, you know, like we, the vet, though, we had our, our dog recently had an illness, and, and the vet said, well, well, uh, we will, you know, think about medicating, but before that, maybe uh, we just need to take him out in the sunlight and throw the ball to him a little bit more. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you tried that with the kids? I've tried, the kids, it's great with the kids. <laughs> Those kids, you look a little down, a little bit a little bit of screen burn. Instead of the screen burn building up on your
0: face, <laughs> okay. why don't you go out and throw the ball yeah. around a little bit? Yeah.
1: Take the dog with you. Huh. It would be a lot
0: cheaper, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't have to have separate institutions. You could say St. Vincent's Hospital. It could just, you could just have people at their stations, nurses, doctors, vets, all mucking in together, and you'd just bring in the dog, the cat, the human, the nana, anything, you know.
1: I think it works out. You know, we've taken to just putting the kids' food in the bowl next to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole system, I think, really works perfectly. We don't, we've closed off. we have saving heaps on toilet paper. We just send them out the back.
0: <laughs> out in the yard. They still have to shovel it up themselves. Same chores.
1: So much saving. Since
0: you've been doing that, um, have their coats become more glossy?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's, that's thanks to the raw eggs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The raw eggs and the outside activity has
0: really helped,
1: I think. We're
0: on to something, yeah. aren't we, Ben? Just mucking together.
2: Yeah, look, I, I am, I'm worried that the idea of um, getting vets to treat people is going to put an idea into the current government's head to save money on Medicare and I would just be careful about voicing it too much.
0: But the vets are more expensive than the doctor. No, that's very true. Yeah.
2: I just, there is an advantage. My wife hates going to the doctor and whenever she gets sick, she refuses to go. And this way I can just go, hey, you want to go for a drive? <laughs> <laughs> so just, just trick her into it that way. You yeah, she
3: just jump into a cage. Yeah. She won't and suspect then, a
2: thing. And, then halfway and if, halfway, she's, halfway, if
0: she's reluctant, live a treat, live a yeah, treat. Halfway yeah, halfway
2: through the drive she'll start looking at me like, hang on a second, this isn't the park at all. <laughs>
0: Vets rather than doctors. All the way around. You know, but I recently
1: had, uh, I had, a, I had my hair cut, and I think the, the what? woman... What? Yeah, Tommy, not, not that recently. Yeah, I they you. didn't
2: do a good job, mate. Yeah, within this century.
3: Are you training for a Japanese tug-of-war? <laughs> yeah. Maybe.
1: I keep thinking of Tokyo Shock Boys.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, they used to attach things to... Anyway, my point is... Um, <laughs> but I think she used to be a groomer because uh, she, just, she, she put a collar around my neck and then hooked me to a T-bar <laughs> just to keep me in position yeah. so that I would, you know, my head wouldn't shift. And then well, she cut my hair, so it was actually like a like a giant yeah. fluffy square.
0: Well, vet vet groomers, I haven't been to a vet groomer with a dog, but presumably they're cheaper than a really high-end hairdresser, so they might be a better deal for you.
3: I'm happy yeah. with that. I'm happy with that yeah. that merging of careers. That's yeah. fine with me. Actually, actually,
0: I can't remember the
1: price-wise, it seems similar, but when I left I had a cool little scarf. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I have to
2: say, if somebody one advantage could be, if somebody has to tell me very bad news about my health, I would prefer it to be Dr. Harry Cooper. (laughs) He's
0: such a lovely man. We did talk about this this week on the radio, and we convinced ourselves it was a great idea until somebody pointed out that the vets do have a slightly different manner of taking your temperature. That's
1: true. (laughs) Which is the way temperature should
0: be taken, according to my grandmother.
1: It's the only true area of proper temperature in the human body.
2: Vets are also slightly, let's say, more trigger-happy with, um, w- with drastic solutions. So you, you wouldn't want to go to an equine vet with a broken leg is all I'm saying. <laughs> we have Ben
0: Jenkins, Tommy Dean and Susie Youssef. We also have the Wheel of Death. Yeah. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, when our audience came in here uh, just after five o'clock, they threw some random topics onto the wheel. Today's topics are chocolate, you can't block it. Uh, Seniors Week, <laughs> Renewables, a Pocket Watch, Giants, Losers, Cats, Bibi. Uh, Bibi is the name of Benjamin Netanyahu, yeah? That's, that's his a, nickname, that's interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, family Conflict, Baby Boom, Bad Haircut, Toilet, Dinosaur, and Eyebrow, mm. uh, which fill you full of fear here, uh, Tony?
1: Not fear today. Today, confidence. Today confidence. I really want Bibi to come up because I think that I have got the solution. To the Middle East.
0: To the Middle East. (laughs) And if not, you may have the solution to a bad haircut. Here we go, round and round and round it goes. Tommy Dean to speak on the audience suggested topic of... Eyebrow. Singular. Single. Singular. 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 No, it's not... not, uh, It wasn't
1: meant to be singular. I just uh, wasn't sure if it was apostrophe S or S apostrophe.
0: Because he hasn't
1: done grammar. grammar. It is... um, one of the most underappreciated pieces of body hair, uh, we <laughs> rarely celebrate it, um, and it's difficult really to sell how important it is on the radio, um, but I will try to do it in a combination of, uh, so that, you know, it, it, it is the voice modulation of the face. That's what I love the most about the eyebrow. You, just, you can just tell when you're looking at someone in the face and they say, Really? (laughs) the eyebrow kicks just a little bit. And you know it's slightly rhetorical, and they don't believe what you just said. It didn't feel like in any way. Whereas, if you say to my children, I might say, tonight, we're going to go out and have chocolate for dinner. Both eyebrows will shoot to the top of their head. Really? (laughs) Same word, different expression, so much meaning. So much meaning. And I think, I think, it's funny to bring it back with my dog. (laughs) I think my dog is starting to be able to tell which way my eyebrows talk. Because he is one of those dogs that's obsessed with the ball. His whole life is the ball. If he's not getting the ball, he is waiting for you to throw the ball so he can get it. And he greets me at the door with the ball in his mouth, and he can tell when my eyebrows go up, and I'm like, get your ball. He knows. He will throw that ball to me. But he knows when my eyebrows furrow like a giant V... (laughs) No ball. <laughs> there will be no ball today. I think it's one of the difficulties. It's why it's why we have uh, sometimes I think had trouble uh, with people. The monobrow is one of the great. Uh, it's uh, and, and I, I consider the monobrow to be a dyslexic face. <laughs> it's just it's impossible to read uh, which way the you know it's either it's either a bowl or a mountain. And, Nowhere in between, there's no, there's no flexibility to the monobrow, uh, which is difficult. Uh, I get nervous. I think I, women sometimes have the ability, of, when they start plucking and shaping, and I, I get a bit freaked out when their brows uh, have been shaped to almost always say, something I don't understand. <laughs> All the time. I can't help but feel if she hadn't plucked her eyebrows. Like Susie Yusuf. I can tell what her eyebrows are saying right now. Yep. She's her eyebrows, if you just looked, if you could see her right now, you could see her thinking.
3: They're saying, I defy history and I will have two. Thank you. Very she well. has two. <laughs>
1: it is magic. And she's one of the few people whose left eyebrow speaks independently of her right eyebrow. <laughs> She can actually say yes and no at the same time. <laughs> so brilliantly flexible. Uh, but My point is, um, I don't know why I always say that. I never, <laughs> I've noticed myself in the last few weeks, I always tend to end the we lived up by saying my point is as if somehow I've created a point. <laughs> um, but, then, you know, but then I think that's why they get away from you too. I think to, to wrap it up, you start. You know, Donald Trump uh, always seemed to have a furrow brow, and uh, he's already starting to grow uh, the uh, the very famous. I think the most scary and difficult eyebrows to understand uh, were Prime Minister John Howard's. Um, <laughs> whose eyebrows uh, at all times seemed to suggest that everything he was talking about was extremely serious, must be paid attention to right now. In fact, so stressed, his eyebrows appeared to be trying to leap off his head.
3: (laughs) I think they were just trying to get away from his mouth. Yeah, get away. Get away. (laughs) Get away.
1: Anyway, the point is, uh, the uh, windows of the soul may be the eyes, uh, but... But help me out there's a perfect tag but here but the awning
0: back. of but the awning
1: <laughs> the awning of the I, I don't know it would have been perfect if I had more time uh, I'll come back to you next week <laughs>
0: yeah, with that the awning of the soul is the, the awning of the soul the awning what are awnings, awnings. Uh, in the shop those little yes things. that's what I meant yeah. <laughs> the awnings
1: the awnings billboards of the, the awnings of the soul are the eyebrows are the eyebrows? did he die Long. did he
0: die Long may no live. he lived um, thank god it's Friday thank um, god it's Friday with Richard <laughs> Glover <laughs> We have Ben Jenkins, Tommy Dean and Susie Youssef uh, and we have our wonderful audience. Thank you for coming. Now, um, the son of the late naturalist, Steve Irwin, went on American TV this week with everyone remarking how Robert Irwin, 13, was the spitting image of his father. It was delightful. Uh, Now, how are you similar to your parents and in what ways have you managed to break free of their genetic hold? Susie Youssef.
3: I think I unfortunately uh, am quite different to my parents. They both um, uh, chose stable careers and, um, and had many children. I'm actually the age that my mother was when she had me. I don't have any children and I'm her fifth. Her fifth child. Those are Very some
2: distressing statistics. They aren't. really the way, are. The way you just roll
0: them out like
3: that. <laughs> uh, it's not like they're burdening me every day of my life. Um, so I think kept
0: trying for a good one. Did she?
3: For a, for a boy one. That's what they were doing. Always all girls. Um, yeah, I think that my, my parents had quite a um, in in sim, like we were quite similar. We had quite spontaneous lifestyles. You know, they obviously didn't plan their children. Um, they just lived a Catholic life. And uh, and I, you know I. My career centres around improvisation, which is spontaneous as well. Um, so that there's a similarity. I do have two eyebrows, um, <laughs> and I'll finish my sentence there.
0: <laughs> but many of you similar to the folks who have you broken free of the well, genetic. I, hold? Like,
2: I thought I had until I until I was just thinking about this. Now, my mother is a preschool teacher, and mm-hmm. she spends sort of all of her days around sort of screaming attention seekers and I went into comedy. So, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's not a huge gap there, is there? My, fa- my father runs a nursery, so he's quite an outdoorsy guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. You probably can't hear that over the radio, but to take a look oh, no, at me makes it clear. It. They can hear it, then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, in, some ways, in some ways we are, in some ways we're not. Um, I think they both do very valuable things with their lives um, and that's another point of difference. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: making people laugh is valuable, Ben. Yeah, I just
2: don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Tommy, what about you? And Your your dad's such a fine man, member of the NRA. He's a fine man, member
1: yeah. of the NRA. Uh, I, I find that I... Uh, I didn't used to think so, but uh, I'm starting to realise that I am deeply as judgmental as he is. Um,
0: <laughs> but you don't have a gun to... That's probably just as well. To, uh, to follow out the judgmental... Yeah, judgmental and with a gun is a, is a pretty
1: yeah. good one to well, punch. Well, The uh, gun, Tommy, is just an exclamation point on a fine idea.
3: <laughs> oh, now Grandma Nazi got really scary. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, he's good. Uh, he's actually quite delightful. He's delightful. Uh, he hasn't shot anybody in so long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if he never did it. Time heals all wounds, especially gunshot wounds. Those things take time. Uh, my, like my mom, I'm definitely the op, my mom, uh, is probably fully defines my oppositeness. Uh-huh. I mean, the things I would have inherited from her is, uh, my love of the kitchen. She was the cook in the house and that's where I learned all of my kitchen skills and my uh, desire to, and, you know, be able to cook. But outside of that, uh, she is organized. She is logistical. Uh, she keeps to do lists. She knows how to run a budget. Uh, she had uh, every job you could ever have to support her family. And now in her retirement, uh, n- not only continues to work off the books um, for a, like as a personal assistant for one of the legislators in Arizona, but she also runs her churches. She's the treasurer of the church mm-hmm. and also helps with the elderly, the senior citizens group. Uh, she's, a the- she's a saint. She's a saint. She's a mad woman is what she is. She's <laughs> mad uh, I think that she, I was talking to her today and you, you can, not hardly talk to her cause her phone keeps ringing. You hold on one second. Yes. You just, don't forget. We have to have all the ice cream down there for the social. Yep. We have all the ice cream. down. Don't forget. $5 a scope, $5 a scope. <laughs> Nobody gets a discount.
3: God bless you. Goodbye. Yeah, God bless. When I,
2: when I was growing up, I just remembered this. When I was growing up in high school, everybody, everybody really liked my parents. They're, they're really nice, friendly people. My mom, especially is incredibly sunny. And they always said that she had and I couldn't you know when something is in your life so much you can't hear it until someone points it out? She said a friend of mine said, Everybody knows your mum has the Katie Jenkins two-toned hello. And I was like, what's that? And the next time I saw her, she went, Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so look, we we've just had this sort of tragic picture of, of a sort of downward mobility. You've all got such fantastic parents which, oh, you're, yeah. which you're not measuring up to. Absolutely not. Yeah. Thank you.
2: That's that's a wonderful thing yeah. to hear.
1: But I still love, she'll still lean on you, but I still she's so hilariously. Uh, my uncle, who is 94, uh, is currently in ill health, as you would expect. And, um, she knows it. she knows, she's seen my act, she's known me for years, she knows that I am not religious at all, uh, but I am respectful of how much religion is in our family. I understand that they're happy with it, I'm happy they're happy with it, but then she'll still put me on the spot, uh, you know that, uh, your uncle's quite sick, don't you? Yeah. And you're praying for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a, a what position, I have two choices. I can say no, I am not praying for my uncle, which is a slap in her face, or I can lie to her. (laughs) I chose that one.
3: Yeah.
1: That's a good option. I just finished, and that's why I called it Mitchumayo. Is one hour enough? (laughs) I I had to get up and let the dog out. Does that discount? I was down on my knees for most of the time, but I stood up for a few of the minutes. Does that. Is it better or worse? I can never tell. I always feel like standing when praying makes me closer to God, but I don't know what he wants. What does he want? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. My uncle's a minister, you know. Mm. Not the one that's dying. No. But the other one. Um, just talk to Uncle Harold. He'll do it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, they're, they're like bonus prayers.
2: Yeah, they're, right. worth, yeah. they're worth Why more, just
0: yeah. Prayer is not outsourceable. Tiny.
2: Tiny. Well, not yeah. since the Reformation. What huh? are you talking
0: about? The
1: entire church bulletin <laughs> of my job. every Sunday of every Sunday of my life. It's very outsourceable. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing the bulletin ever said was a list of everybody in the congregation that was sick and exactly how much prayer should be dedicated to each one of them. Focus more on Kathy. She's really not well. But don't forget Miss Smith because her car got parked in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think when they ask like non-believers to pray, like your, like your, your, your mum did, I, I always think that that suggests a reasonably crazy. God, <laughs> like, just do it. He won't notice that yeah. not, you don't believe it. Him will follow it. He's got so much traffic; it doesn't matter. It'll just slip in like the rest of them. Like he's got a system. He knows. You think yeah. he's up there discounting Tommy's prayers? Absolutely.
1: So. But, I, but the worst part is she would ask me, we never prayed. You, oh, you never wanted to do the dinner prayer because then you would be judged on the content. You wanted to stick to very specific things. You know, if you had to pray uh, over the food, you stuck very specifically to things about the food. Uh, because if you started, I, I couldn't help myself. I remember as a teenager uh, being slightly wayward. I think, you know, we had another, my grandmother at the time was quite sick. And you say, well, you know, dear Lord, of course, uh, if you could please look after uh, Granny. Um, but you know, to be fair, she's uh, ninety-two, and <laughs> how much more can you do? Yeah. If,
2: if, look, I, I don't know, Lord, if you're ranking these requests, yeah. if there's some sort, of, sort of system of urgency. Fair but enough. if there is, look, don't put it to the bottom okay. of the pile. But exactly. but certainly, you know, yeah. new guitar goes <laughs> somewhere
3: above grandma. Well, I'm not saying it just goes
2: somewhere in the up to you in your infinite <laughs> wisdom. You decide, I mean, you decide. You decide.
3: I'm <laughs>
0: It <laughs> oh, works in mysterious ways, but you have to petition him directly. Absolutely, yeah. That's right. Exactly. Um, now, who were the winners and, and losers of, of this week? Mm. Susie?
3: Oh, uh, the winners are NASA, definitely. Yeah. Seven new planets, three of them much like Earth, uh, just in time to get away from Donald Trump. I think this is excellent. <laughs> um, and the, the big, literally the biggest loser is Clive Palmer, mm-hmm. um, who tweeted a couple of days ago, Tonight's the night I have my Tim Tam. Only one because he's trying to lose weight. No-one cares, Clive, but good luck.
0: (laughs) I think he's had more than one previously. I think he has. Who who are the winners and losers? Ben Jenkins. I I
2: have... My my person, I can't decide if they're a winner or a loser, so I'm, I'm going with this person for both. I saw Bruce Springsteen in The Hunter this weekend, and there was a lady in front of me. She was about 55 years old. I would say she had had a Chardonnay or two, and she... Midwest? Well, they do grow it there. That's yeah, exactly You're just right. are helping the local She's economy. Got made of stone. So, she, during the concert, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Bruce Springsteen concert, but there comes a point where you all start chanting his name. Uh, it happens a lot. He's a very magnetic gentleman. Uh, she turned around and thought we were all booing. Because we were saying Bruce and she threatened to fight everyone in our section. <laughs> so again, I cannot decide whether she's a winner or a loser, but she exists and I'm glad she does. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Nobody beats the boss." And I was like, "We're saying Bruce." And she's like, "Exactly." It was
0: <laughs> See, See it if was... you had a photo, we could have then determined who was the winner That's or a loser. True.
2: That's true. That's very true. It would have been her. It yeah, yeah, it definitely would have been her.
1: There was a similarly brilliant moment. That's I, was by. Uh, I, I forget the kid's name, but it was in the Brisbane Bruce Springsteen concert. Uh, the video made all the rounds. Uh, but he, and this is very common apparently these days, that people to come to the concert and hold up signs. I want to play the guitar with you. I want to dance yeah. with you. And, and this kid, a teenager, had held up a sign saying that he was skipping school and he was in trouble, uh, but he'd love to play a song hmm. with Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce from the stage, told, oh, can you play it on the guitar? And the kid says yes, and he gets up and nails it. Yeah, it was incredible. Like, the kid totally plays the song. More importantly, like, doesn't seem phased by it. They're sharing the microphone, so here's his kid face right across the microphone from the boss, and they're singing a duet of this song, just word for word, and then it even gets even better at, the, like, the midpoint. Bruce pulls him down, and he's just, like, playing the background music, hushes him, and then, like, gives him a few lessons in rock guitar technique, hmm. and then they just Instantly, snap back into the song. The kid is yeah. right there, and it, it's beautiful.
2: And so they mm. fired
1: little Stevie, and now that kid's in the E Street Band. Yeah,
0: mm. so it's, it's how many Saturday detentions did he get? Yeah, uh, he's yeah.
3: yeah he's been expelled from His life is ruined. <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's in prison
1: now, but that's like a dream, you know, when you dream of that sort of little yeah. rock and roll moment just being plucked from the audience, and then to actually convert on the moment, it's just incredible. Like similarly, there was a, a waitress and I, I forget now suddenly where the where it was, but a Goanna raced into the into the. Cafe. Yeah. Everybody else freaked out. Oh no, a dragon! <laughs> and then she, uh, like Khaleesi, just grabbed it by the tail. Just
3: and, and
0: dragged
3: it out. dragged it out. Just dragged yeah. it out. All Australians can do that. Doesn't even get time and a half. No, what she wasn't. She wasn't even in. A, she was a recent, a recent Australian. She was French. Yeah, she was she French. Was French. They don't muck around.
0: She probably ate it. <laughs> <laughs> They like their Tucker. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Oh, apparently making fun of the French is a bridge too far in this show. Yeah. No,
2: eating goannas is our problem, mate. Don't
0: is take it? a baguette to your picnic on a Saturday. Yeah, tell you what. Is, <laughs> that, is <laughs> that your winner for this week? The the lizard lady? Oh uh, lizard.
1: They're all winners. Everybody's yeah. winning. I got no negativity in me. It's wonderful. <laughs> winners and losers. Who, who were the winners? Oh, the winner was the kid. Oh, the kid. Okay, sure. Smashing yeah. it with the with the yeah. boss, and the loser was the goanna. <laughs> <laughs> but that goanna went on to, to play one with one of Bruce the most. Sprink- Fierce and
2: ancient reptiles of the land, he gets taken down by a
0: petite French wood. Makes me sad. Makes me sad for the dragon lizards of the world. Uh, Susie, you mentioned the, the, the planet, the, 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 the seven new planets. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you could change the, one of the rules of the earth in the new planet, so you know, we're going to this new planet, you can change one thing about the way we do things on earth. And take it to the new planet. We were talking about it on, on the radio this week. Some people said look, they'd bury the electricity lines from mm. the start. Oof. Other people said they would they'd ban all money. Okay, well. Probably... Other people said. Uh, they'd, uh, they'd, that's, that's the ABC for you, they, isn't it? They'd, they'd ban class. <laughs> ban, ban class. Do you mean school or other people bourgeoisie? Said other people said they'd make all dogs cavoodles. Oh, you can, I can cha- get behind that.
3: You I can. change
0: one thing about the way the world operates <laughs> in order to make the new planet a better planet than the one which we have... Uh, well, in some ways ruined.
3: I think probably raise the pay rates of comedians. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Although yeah. definitely people do not agree, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll retract
2: that. This is a room full of livid people, with that
0: suggestion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Double time. Oh, yeah, let me show you how Double this time. works, Judy. Uh What I would do, only one rule, only one rule that we need to change. Everything else will fall into place after that. Put the women in charge. Ooh. Oh.
3: He knows how to play this He's game. He's playing his audience like a fiddle. <laughs> I reckon no more mountains. Wow, people are literally throwing their bras at Tommy now. Yeah.
0: So you want a flat planet?
3: Oh, no more mountains. What are they for? Nothing. Don't answer that.
0: No. I don't know. I just said something stupid and I'm sticking to it. Well, do you know the best suggestion actually, talking about mountains? That's not a rule. That's not the that geographical <laughs> feature. Okay. The best suggestion was optional gravity.
2: That's, that's stupider than no more no, mountains. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. Optional, <laughs>
0: optional gravity is fantastic. <laughs> So opt in will you just it's like a belt I cool you choose your belt it moment so to you're moment You're like a
1: party and you're talking to somebody and you're like oh no he's talking about the oh no
0: my belt Woo mm-hmm. that's true that would be good. Kind of a good conundrum Stuck in of traffic that. at the moment as many people are on the M5 you think I'd just like to float off home Yeah Jason style. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, okay, I can get
1: behind that. I may have been too hasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sign me up. Imagine how easy it would be to move your furniture around. Your wife is like, could you put the couch over there? I'd like to see how it looks. And instead of being all cranky about it, you're like, of course, honey. Ooh, gravity. Ooh,
2: That's, I, I can't argue with this. Okay. I've, been, I've, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the
0: time. I think this is the right time. We're going to the cricket. That's the problem, and I can't figure it out. It's not a problem,
1: it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh,
0: please thank Ben Jenkins, Tommy Dean, and Susie Youssef. <clears throat> <clears throat> Thanks for being part of TJF next week. Subby Valentine, Gary Eck, and Rebecca Diunamuno with music by Casey Chambers. <clears throat>